The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. This is Inside Sports. Sashi Mamla, the first South African to get 300 in a test match. Your country salutes you. Inside the News. Inside the Updates. Just gone seven minutes past eight. Assalamu alaikum and a very good evening. You're listening to Inside Sport, exclusive to the Voice of the Cape. I'm your host, Firo Sheikh. My tech tonight is Nasser Maiberg. We're talking football tonight. My guest is the former Santos striker, Jean-Marc Etier. Now, you can join the conversation as well on 021-442-3530 or WhatsApp 0829-913-913 for any comments or questions. And before I speak to Jean-Marc, let's catch up with the latest sporting news coming through from today. Of course, the DSTV Premiership ended yesterday. Black Leopards were relegated while Chipper United go into the playoffs. Mamelodi Sundowns are champions. The other teams that make the top eight are Amazulu, Orlando Pirates, Golden Arrows, Supersport United, Swallows, Cape Town City and Kaiser Chiefs. Well done to Stellenbosch as well. They finish 14th. They'll remain in the Premiership next season. Friendly internationals that just uh, comp, uh, finished. England beating Romania 1-0. The Netherlands beating uh, Georgia 3-0. Belgium take on uh, Croatia later on. That match getting underway at a quarter to nine. Red Bull Sergio Perez won the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Aston Martin's Sebastian Vettel came second, while Alpha Torre's uh, Pierre Gasly coming third. De Lewis Hamilton finishing 15th, while championship leader Max Verstappen did not finish the race. Serena Williams knocked out of the French Open today in the fourth round. She was beaten been by uh, Elena, Elena Rebekina. Rebekina winning their 6-3 and 7-5. Of course, the other big news coming through from the French Open, Roger Federer pulling out there because uh, of uh, an injury. And in the men's draw, Daniel Medvedev, he's through to the quarterfinals. He'll take on Stefano Tsitsipas in those uh, quarters. And of course, if you missed it yesterday, the Springbok squad uh, to take on the Lions and uh, Georgia was announced last night following players from the Stormers made the squad Stephen Kitsov, Franz Malherba, Bongi Mbonambi, Skara Antobeni, Marvin Ori, Peter Steff, Detroit, Herschel Yankees and Damien Willemse. Time now to say a very good evening to Jean-Marc Etier. Thanks for chatting me tonight on the Voice of the Cape. Good evening and uh, good evening to all the listeners out there. Um, it's always uh, good to be talking to the people and to everyone. Jean-Marc, let's start off with your early days. Of course, growing up in Mauritius, was uh, football always your sport of choice? Yes, I definitely. I was uh, at a very young age. I was uh, involved in different kind of sports and uh, basketball, volleyball, uh, football, and athletism. Uh, and uh, obviously, at a younger age, uh, when it comes to I think thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, around there. So I had to make a choice um, to focus on only one. And as football was uh, was almost like my blood in my blood, and so I had to, it wasn't that difficult to choose the, the sport um, that I'd that like, obviously, to, um, to pursue as a career. Now, Mauritius is a very small island, and football is, is that one of the more popular sports on the island? Yes, uh, I think it's a little bit like here. Um, you know, football is the, is the main sport. Um, obviously, you've got the, all, the other sports like uh, volleyball, basketball, as I said, um, athletics, and you've got a bit of tennis, golf as well, but football is the main one. Uh, 
Unfortunately, it's not going to work there as well at uh, the moment, I believe. So, but uh, it's, it remains the, the main sport on the island. Now, before we talk about your career in South Africa, tell us about your previous club, uh, Sunrise Flock, which I believe you played for, and share some of the highlights, of course, playing for Mauritius as well, where you earned about 50 caps. Yeah, so um, at first, just to uh, maybe before I get to Mauritius, I was, I'm from a very small island um, called Rodrigues. Um, you know, it's, uh, it belongs to Mauritius. That's why we are all Mauritians there, even if we are born on this small island called Rodrigues, in which I actually um, seized the opportunity to invite all South Africans to visit the, that mm-hmm. island because it's, it's very, it's, it's very beautiful. Uh, it, it must see. Um, so um, that's that's where I was born, and then uh, from there, then I uh, started playing football on that uh, in Rodrigues, and then I was obviously um, uh, I moved to Mauritius there, and uh, you know obviously as a police uh, officer then, and um, then obviously I was I was playing the police team, the police uh, um, force had a team uh, in the league uh, in the first division. Um, and then I joined, obviously, I joined, when I joined the police force, I joined the police team. And um, didn't even finish the season when I was approached by Sunrise uh, FC. Um, if I had to give you an example of the Sunrise FC in Mauritius, it's a bit like the, the Kazi Chiefs in Sundowns of South Africa. Wow, um, okay. You know, they, that's the, 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 the followers, the fans, the supporters, and the, the financial backing and the, spon- the sponsors that um, Sunrise had. Um, that was then. It was the Sun International Hotels. Um, you know, it's quite. Mm. Uh, that's why we were like almost semi-pro there as well. So um, had many good years at the Sunrise and winning the leagues um, several times. And obviously, when I joined Sunrise, and I joined the national team as well because mm. we had a very good squad. Um, all our players, even the the, the 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 squad of 15, 16, 18 players, we were all in the national team. That's how. Um, good and competitive the squad was and um, so then obviously joining the national team as well and then um, won many trophies as well and uh, so yeah so it's, it's, it's been a, a good positive journey and uh, fruitful and um, you know um, I can look back and say yeah it was a it was a good uh, a good career now now how did you get your opportunity to come to South Africa and play for here for Santos in Cape Town I was, um, you know, it was, I think it was in 1998 um, when we, South Mauritius, we played um, South Africa in the Afghan qualifiers, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had, in both legs, I had a, I had two good games, I think, um, you know, and uh, then I was contacted by Santos uh, um, to, um, if I'm interested to come and join um, Santos. Looks like they were looking for a, for a striker, a big striker there in front. And uh, when I got the call, um, and then I said to myself, "Then I let's give it a try," um, because it was a it was at a time where football was I was um, you know funny enough it was at a at a time where I was thinking of retiring in Mauritius. There actually, um, you know, it was like I was thirty three, turning thirty four mm. when I got that call um, to come and play here, uh, professional football. Um, I uh, I was a little bit surprised, but at the same time, I was uh, very happy. Um, got a call, I got the invitation to come here uh, for a trial here with Santos, and I came. Uh, I think it was for two weeks. 
And I came here, and then it was uh, successful. And then uh, I, I was up here with Cape Town, with Santos, with all the, what I saw here, what I experienced. And then I, uh, again, to my surprise, I, I thought at that age I was um, expecting maybe a one-year contract, a one-year deal, um, and then maybe with options to renew. Mm-hmm. And uh, to my surprise, I got a three-year deal. Uh, so I, I signed it, and then when I was here, and then I spoke to my wife, which who was in Mauritius then. Um, then I said, okay, let's, uh, because I had the family already with two boys and, uh, you know, it wasn't easy also. Uh, we had to consider a lot of things. And, uh, yeah, so then um, we took the decision with my wife and the family to come down here and um, it wasn't easy to accommodate the, for the family to adapt here. And uh, and uh, so we took the decision, um, you know, and uh, we came here and... Um, and we had a, some few good seasons and uh, successful seasons, I must say, and which I'm very happy and very pleased. Um, and uh, I think, as I said, the rest is history. Eh? No, absolutely. And you're still in Cape Town, loving it. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was it. Uh, I was supposed to come for one year for one season, <laughs> and now I'm still in Cape Town after 20 odd years. Uh, yeah. So it's unbelievable. But I'm very happy. I won't. I don't regret anything. It was a very, very good experience and uh, to play pro football here in Cape Town and especially um, not just to add numbers but to win trophies mm. and uh, and it was magic and uh, I'm very, very pleased with the, the success uh, I've had here with Santos. Fantastic. Now, before signing for Santos, did you, do, did you know much about Santos? Uh, did you have to do some research on them or anything like that? Because obviously at the time Santos was not one of the bigger clubs in South Africa. No, actually, to be honest, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know much about football here in South Africa. Actually, um, you know, and I've obviously I've never been to Cape Town, and um, but I've played a lot in the um, in the Africa Cups and all these um, um, African qualifiers. But we always transited via Joburg, um, mm. and every now and then we play Bafana Bafana. Um, but uh, it's mostly uh, Zambia, Kenya, and then. We transited uh, via Joburg to go to other African countries. Um, but it's just like uh, one day, two days uh, in Joburg, and then we're off, um, you know. So, and then on, our, on the way back to Mauritius, we transited via Joburg and, um, for one night and a uh, few hours, and then we go back, uh, back to Mauritius. And never been to Cape Town and didn't even know what Cape Town looked like. <laughs> and um, so... Uh, uh, that's why I said I don't regret anything because I would have missed this beautiful city of Cape Town. Absolutely. And, uh, that's now I can call the second home. Absolutely. And uh, made lots of friends and um, experienced, uh, you know, a, a very nice um, way of life and uh, everything. It's, it's great. A great city. Uh, that's why, you know, they said Cape Town is one of the best, uh, most beautiful cities in the world. And it's, uh, it's very true. Now, absolutely. And of course, I also believe that whilst you were at Santos, maybe in your earlier days, that you, you, you were, um, I'm not sure if you approached, but the bigger clubs in Johannesburg uh, wanted to sign you as well. Uh, if that is true, why didn't you go for that? Yeah, so I, uh, that's true. Uh, I was contacted by a few, one or two people, actually, um, uh, agents and other people in the football uh, industry. 
And uh, because I had a, a quite a straightaway, had a good impact as well. Uh, the first game against Ajax, I remember I scored at the Athlone Stadium. And then uh, against Pirates afterwards, I uh, got two goals there in Jobbik. And, uh, and so on and so on. And um, so um, I was contacted by a few people to um, to join the big clubs in Jobbik. But, um, you know, for me, family is very important. Uh, it was already a big decision for me to move my family from Mauritius to here to Cape Town. Mm. And to get the boys at school, and which is all very important for me. And um, I said, fortunately for us, we adapted, um, uh, you know, with the boys at school, uh, my wife here, and um, we had adapted. Took a little bit of time, but we adapted quite well, um, you know, after um, you know some time. And uh, you know, and I'm, basically, I was contacted in the same season uh, what I, when I did well I was contacted then to move to Joburg for the following season and mm. then I said uh, you know I spoke to my wife about it and then I said you know what um, you know we have to move the whole family to Joburg and uh, now we're well established here the boys are just started school obviously we are French speaking they're Creole and it was already an adjustment for the boys as well and uh, moving the whole family now to again to Joburg, uh, an unknown place again, and uh, for me it was it was not just about um, you know uh, paying bigger clubs and and uh, making more money and things like that. So it had to my family had to be you know well settled and well adapted and you know and that's the main reason why I said okay fine I'll just deal with what I've got now and uh, make a success out of it. And um, then I, that's why I decided to um, just stay here um, in Cape Town with Santos. Fantastic. John Mark, we're just going to take an ad break. When we come back, we'll continue our discussion. This is Inside Sports. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back. Just gone 22 minutes past eight. We're talking to the former Santos striker, Jean-Marc Etier. Jean-Marc, now before we talk about your career with Santos and your highlights with Santos, uh, I remember you as this tall striker, very good in the air. Uh, what were your strengths as a striker? Uh, I've, uh, I've been asked this question um, <laughs> a lot of times and uh, from the reporters, from the media. and uh, And I think... I think my my strength. I I don't see for me myself. I uh, I was I had this this thing in me that I, I was never satisfied with my um, you know. I always wanted to reach greater heights. Um, I never never been completely satisfied with myself. And even if I've scored a hat trick in the game, I'll never be satisfied completely with me. But I guess um, it's just my um, my. My thinking, um, my mindset of um, always, you know, seeing the, the things before others. I think that would say that one of my uh, qualities, because I always uh, in the game and read the game nicely, and I always think ahead of of the defenders uh, mainly. So, um, and uh, it's like basically I've got a split segment uh, ahead of them. And and when they they're reacting, I'm already there, and and that's uh, that's uh, my anticipation has always uh, been good, and um, I always it was always my mind. I always keep on my mind was always uh, working hundred percent, uh, you know. So uh, in picking things, learning quicker quicker than others, and and anticipating things quicker than others, and. Um, 
So, and and then, uh, as I said earlier, that just looking at, at growing and getting better and better all the time. So I think that was one of my strengths. And uh, and uh, with that said, then I, I always try and improve on every game that I played. And, um, you know, it was just like, I think my mindset was the most um, positive thing that I'd say that I that I got, mm. and uh, that certainly helped me a lot uh, in my career in, in being successful. Now you sent us as all-time leading goal scorer, I believe, seventy-one goals in two hundred and three appearances. So that's a fantastic record that you have with Santos. And as you mentioned earlier, you won quite a few honors with them: Bob Save Super Bowl, under Clive Barker. You won the PSL title under Gordon Eason, as well as the BP Top Eight and the APSA Cup with Booby Solomon's at the helm. There. Firstly, tell us uh, what was it like to work under these three different coaches, and uh, what was it like winning these trophies? But it was great, and every I think every top athlete, every um, uh, in particular soccer that we're talking about, um, you know, I think if you if you played um, football in you've had a career, a long career, and then you haven't won anything, it's like almost like a, a failure, mm-hmm. um, you know. And um, this is what we all um, top professionals, um, you know, look for uh, in a career. You playing the game, you make lots of sacrifices and you lots of you put lots of efforts in your game and uh winning trophies is um is what we all want and um obviously with that comes the individual accolades as well and um you know but but um these trophies um coming here to south africa even um you know wanting to play professional football and not winning anything with santos would have been a bit of a sour taste um, you know but um, coming here uh, especially at the very last few years of my career and winning four trophies in three seasons with a small what we call a small club here in mm. South Africa uh, Santos I mean that's a really uh, huge achievement you know, it's, it's a massive achievement and but it's not just for me it's for all the whole club and all the players that were involved and uh, the management and everything so um, we somehow got it right and um, and obviously with the coaches that came in as well we had a very good synergy uh, the whole coaches players and um, we had some good experienced players as well that were on board and um, but it was great. Eh? It was great, uh, great achievement. Uh, we're very proud. Looking back now, um, very proud of what we achieved, and um, we work hard for it as well. And um, now it's like, you know, it's almost like uh, mission accomplished. Uh, we, when we look back, we said, okay, fine. We you know we achieved this and this and this. And uh, it's not just to say that it's a, it's like a, a cup or uh, a Bob Save Cup or where you play three games and four games and you win a cup. We've won the championship as well. Mm. It's like one long season. And beating the likes of the Pirates, the Chiefs, or the Sundowns like that, um, it's not an easy thing to do. And um, But I always say, I always compare us. Sometimes it happens uh, everywhere as well. I always compare that with Leicester when they won the mm. league in the English Premiership. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and this is just goes to say that it's always a team sport. It's a teamwork that prevails at the end of the day. Mm. Even how many great players you've got, 
and it's it comes back to the team work, to the team mentality. Um, and I think when you look at all these coaches that you mentioned, Clive Barker, Bobby Solomon, um, Gordon Egerton, they all managed to get that group to work together in one way or the other um, to be successful, to win these trophies, and uh, which, again, we're very proud of. Now, you spoke about some of the players, the team and stuff. Um, just come to mind, I can think of some of the players, Andre Aronser, Musa Otieno, Idris Burton, yourself, fellow Mauritian Sebastian Bach. So there were some brilliant players in that uh, center squad over that period. Yes, definitely. We, 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 uh, I think when we look back, if you, you look at things, we can say Santos, you know, was a small club, but we have big name players. Maybe South Africa and the media didn't know it or didn't want to know it, but we had a very good team. Um, you know, we look at these these names, and uh, there's a record of Maniti as well from Namibia. Yes. Uh, these are all seasoned professional players, experienced players, national team players. I think there was one moment in time where we had, I think, five or six national team captains in the team. Um, uh, we've under around say there, um, Captain Bafana Bafana, and we had Ricardo Manetti, Captain of Namibia, Musa Ocheno, Captain of uh, Kenya, John Bizzo, Captain uh, Zimbabwe, me, I was captaining the national team in Mauritius. And uh, we look at all these things of five, six national team captains. And that's a massive um, experience and quality that, um, you know, that uh, the team, that we brought to the team. So um, then for the media, for South Africa, it was always because the Chiefs was pirates. It was sundowns. It was the teams there from Joburg. But we knew what the quality that we had in the team. And we've ex- the experience that we got along the way, and we didn't worry much about what the media was saying about our Pirates was the best team, so uh, Chiefs was the best team here, and we knew our quality. And, and we, when we we worked on the field, and we make sure coming the weekends, coming the games, we deliver and we perform, and we uh, be successful in whatever we did, and. Um, so and then uh, adding to all these experiences, we had good young players like, for example, like Taryn Arense, who was like quite young, who was joining us. Uh, players like these who are now also, uh, they also had a brilliant uh, career afterwards. Mm. But uh, all in all, we had some good experienced players and a good few youngsters coming through, and, and it was a very good uh, balance there. That at the end of the day, the whole team was putting in the same direction. And that's what made our strength. No, absolutely. Now, for yourself, for you personally, any highlight or uh, a goal or something that stands out for you personally, looking back now, I say, okay, this stands out for me or this specific goal, anything like that? Uh, There's quite a good few uh, um, in this long career. Um, So... Um, I would say mainly, okay, if we take here, I think um, there's like maybe two goals that came to my mind um, is, I think it was both one at the old Greenpoint Stadium there. One was um, the semi-final against Swallows, um, where we won 1-0 to get to the final against Sundowns. 
um, you know, that it was a very tight game. Um, and Swallows also, they had lots of quality players. And I remember very much that that time, every time we played against, we played against Swallows, Bachelor, Mob Bachelor, mm. will play centre back instead of target man, instead of striker, to mark me. Mm. Um, and I had this Mob Bachelor all 90 minutes plus. <laughs> it was on my heels. And he was a solid guy as well, very aggressive um, guy and good player also. And I remember that one moment that he lost me, I got a full ball. That one moment that he lost me, I got that one goal. And that was enough to qualify us for the final of the top saves, which we won against Sundowns in Joburg. Wow. That was, that was a, a quite impactful um, goal. And then the second one, what I would say, is what's still um, there at the Green, old Greenport Stadium. Um, that was in the league then. It was us and Pirates who were like, you know, um, fighting for the league. Uh, it was, I think we were top and Pirates was just behind us on our heels. And uh, it was then that almost the game of the season there here at the Greenport Stadium. And we... Um, we, it was a very tight game again, obviously. And um, again, I got this one opportunity. Um, I remember that very well. That um, John Pizzo there um, from the right hand side, crossing the ball in the box. And I, I raised and, and I had connect that ball with the head. That was one nil. I got the ball in the top right corner. Uh, it was one nil. And then obviously we we close shop after this. Um, should have got another one just a few minutes after that. Uh, it just passed it up right there. And um, we just closed up after this. We won that game 1-0. And that took us, I think if I'm not mistaken, three or four points ahead of Pirates. And that just gave us the edge to win the championship, um, to be champions after that. So that was, uh, I think, two goals that was quite, uh, that created a good impact uh, that I can still remember. Wow, fantastic. And um, of course, you, like you said, you came here into, well into your 30s and I think you retired when you were about 41. So how did you manage to keep going at that level, you know, playing at that level in the Premier League um, at, 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 you know, in your late 30s and then early 40s? How did you manage that? Yeah, it was, it, it was tough. It, it was, it's not easy. And I think the, you had to... Um, plan things better, work harder. It's like the almost the older you get, the harder you have to work. And um, I did uh, I did just that. And um, it was just all rest in between training. Recovery time was very important. And um, the, the keeping the focus um, on the game. And um, it was, you know, very, it was crucial. And... Um, you know, again, working the mental, uh, you know, adjusting the mental and as we go along. And it was very important to adjust all the time, adjust the game all the time, read the game, see what's happening, uh, evolve with the game all the time. It was, it was very, very um, important. And uh, because... At, at this late um, stage of your career, and this happens to everyone, 
people always judge you and the, 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 the first one mistake you make or one goal you miss uh, obviously the media will be on your on your back uh, okay this guy is finished this guy is finished you know this guy is finished he's not come back until you score uh, you start scoring a game and now they say oh the guy is back the guy is back and then when you miss a game they oh this guy is finished now you know it, it keeps on going like this so you've got to be very strong to um, be, keep believing in yourself and keep working hard and keep performing on the, you know, um, on the ground. Mm. So, uh, but yeah, it, as you get older, it becomes harder and harder and harder. And, uh, and actually, uh, the last season I was uh, turning 41, I think it was just John Shrews Moshul and myself who were the two old play- oldest players in the, in the PSL at that time. And, so, um, uh, actually, I, I was tempted to play one more season until I turned 41, turning 42. Uh, and then I said to myself, you know, I remember very much at the at the um, Atlanta Stadium, um, Roger Dessa was the, was the coach then. Uh, then after the season, he asked me, um, he called me Marco. They um, said, Marco, what do you want to do? Um, you want to play one more or you want to stop here? And I gave it a good thought and then I said, no, I... This is it. I I have to uh, stop here, and then uh, then that was it. And uh, and when I look back, I, as I said before, I'm I'm quite um, happy and pleased with the with the career, and, and it's been quite a long one. Um, sometimes maybe an expected one as well. So, but um, I'm quite pleased with that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You hung up your boots, I think, in 2006, but remained with Santos in a coaching capacity. How did that go? Yes, that was also good. Um, you know, it was challenging, but good. Um, I, fortunately, I got Roger again. Um, when I retired, I joined the coaching staff, assisting Roger in the, with the first team, and uh, learned a lot uh, with the coaches that came through, uh, that I was assisting there at Santos, and... Uh, I had the chance to manage the team as well, to be in charge of the team as the caretaker coach for uh, half a season, first round, for six months. And that went well as well. Uh, it was challenging, but uh, I managed, um, you know, to, to to learn a lot of things through that, uh, that period. But, uh, yeah, it was then, uh, obviously... We were in a in, in a transition period as well with all the, our experienced guys that were successful. Uh, um, also, they were leaving one by one, and then we had lots of new players coming through. Um, it was interesting and challenging. But uh, yeah, it's, all in all, it was a very very good experience um, in, in playing uh, and in managing the team as well. Uh, so it was great. Fantastic. John Mark, we're going to take another ad break and when we come back, we'll wrap up our conversation with you. This is Inside Sports. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Scott 841. My guest tonight is the former Santos striker Jean-Marc Etier. Now, Jean-Marc, I got a message from one of our listeners, Suleika, who says uh, she's admired, admired your amazing uh, football journey so far. And uh, she gives a few uh, thumbs up there. So uh, obviously uh, Santos had a lot of fans in Cape Town, the people's team. And I'm sure you were glad to be part of that as well. No, definitely. Uh, I'm just, you know, uh, we. Uh, I'm just glad I played my part uh, in in making um, the the fans happy. 
and winning trophies, and that's what we, you know, we can't. It's like almost we're non-existent without the funds. Uh, without our funds, mm. uh, you know, it, the funds plays a big, very big part in in, in a professional uh, life of a of, of an athlete, of a of a footballer. Um, but um, yeah, so I think we we pleased to have played our part in making sure that the funds, you know, enjoy the this moment with us. No, absolutely. Now, I believe you also had the opportunity of coaching the South African homeless squad at the World Cup. That must have been a fantastic experience as well. Yes, it was very. Uh, it was a very nice experience, um, you know, and uh, a different challenge, uh, you know, uh, with dealing with uh, these the, 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 with the players, um, because the the main challenge that I experienced with them was. Um, to get them to basically to play as a team, mm. um, because you know these guys they they are survivors. Um, they know just themselves, and they 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 just they've been learning how to survive on their own, and they know themselves, and they don't. They, you will ask them to share something, and um, this is not part of their um, their mindset. Um, but to get them to share the ball, to understand teamwork, and um, to have this mindset of you know working as a team, that was one of the most difficult challenge um, I, I faced with them. Mm. But it was a very good experience as well. And to um, I, actually, not so long ago, I met uh, one guy. I built some good relationship with them. I met one one player that was playing then he came to me uh, he greeted me I didn't know who he was <laughs> then he told me that he was one of the players from the Homeless World Cup <laughs> we hugged each other and uh, uh, it was a very very uh, almost like emotional a very you know emotional moment yeah I'm sure absolutely so, yeah and, and he looks it looks like now he's He's made a life for himself and he, he looks, um, you know, like he's enjoying life now at the moment. Uh, so it was good. By the way, how did you guys all, do all it? All it was a very good, good experience. By, uh, by yeah, the way, how did you guys do at the World Cup? Uh, we uh, didn't do too too badly, but not great neither. <laughs> um, so I think we played a few games. We won some, lost some. Mm. And but it was very many years ago. It was uh, um, I can't remember <laughs> where we ended, um, but um, they, they had you know we, we we started quite slow. i learning obviously these guys never played in that uh, in these kind of tournaments, mm. and then the, once we got going, it was a little bit too late. But we had a, a good run. Um, they, they enjoyed the. Uh, the tournament. Now, um, you're still involved in soccer. Um, now, I believe you have an academy here in Cape Town. Tell us about your academy. Yes, we. Uh, I've got one in Thailand. Um, actually, it's almost 10 years now, uh, a little bit more than 10 years. Uh, we, we've we been operating here in Thailand. Um, it's been, uh, again, it's been challenging again, but uh, we're still going and uh, the most important thing is, is, is teaching the young kids um, how to play football, uh, how to play football properly. But not only that, I think we've got a, we've got life skills as well uh, through our coaches that we try to um, 
teach the young kids as well, um, you know, how to behave, how to deal with off the field, how to deal with, um, you know, life in general. But um, yes, it's challenging, but it's going well. And um, this is where I want to be. Uh, this is uh, this is my passion. And I like um, teaching young kids and share the experience with others. And I think we are in the right direction um, at the moment. So yeah, all good. Uh, looking forward for the next 10 years, maybe. No, absolutely. Now, anyone in the Pine, Pinelands area that wants to get involved, how can they contact your your academy or get hold of you guys? Yeah, we've got a Facebook page, the GMI Football Club, GMI Cape Town Football Club and Academy. GMI. Uh, they just, GMI Cape Town Football Club and Academy. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, we, we just, um, on Facebook, we're on Facebook and, um, and there's my number there. Um, anybody who wants to contact us, um, they are welcome to do so. Um, so then we'll, we'll be pleased to assist wherever we can. Fantastic. Sean Mark ETA, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you uh, tonight and all the best to you and your academy. Yeah, it's been a pleasure too. Uh, it's any time I'm here and uh, when it comes to talk about football and <laughs> my career, so I'm always, uh, always looking forward to it. But um, yeah, thanks a lot for having me on your, uh, on your platform. Fantastic. Thank you very much and all the best to you. Okay, pleasure. Well, I hope you enjoyed that edition of Inside Sport. The former Santos striker, the Jean-Marc Etier, sharing his career with us. I'll be back with more sporting news on the drive time from Monday to Friday. From Ifiro Sheikh, have a lovely evening. Assalamu alaikum. This is Inside Sport.